Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. Hope I just wanted to jump on here and just do a quick little podcast for everyone. I hope everyone's having a good day today. Um, I'm pretty sure you all have heard about the unfortunate shooting that happened earlier this week at the um at the elementary school in Texas. And you know, it, it ever since that's happened, you know, uh, it's just like the whole world has just came apart, it seems. Um, and that's why I want to jump on here and just do a quick little podcast episode because um, there's uh, there's something I, that needs to be said about misinformation, especially among these blogs and among, you know, the mainstream media and in these chat rooms. And that's what I want this podcast episode to be about. So um, a few hours after, you know, the 18-year-old walked into the school and shot the place up, And, you know, details are still coming out about that. That's why I always stress waiting. I repeat, waiting until all the details come out. Um, But, but, you know, some people just can't do that. So, you know, I went on social media yesterday on Instagram and I saw people saying that the trans, I mean, that um, the, the shooter was a transgender. And I was like, excuse me? Now, I saw the picture of what the shooter looked like. The shooter don't look like a transgender. The shooter looked like just a disturbed teenage boy. That's what he looked like. But, you know, I saw all these all these posts and all these people saying that the shooter was transgender. And, you know, this is why LGBT is dangerous and we got to do something. And, you know, they were sharing this photo of, you know, this transgender person and they were standing in a and they were um standing in a dress and some thigh highs and they were and the transgender flag was behind them and you know when i saw the picture i'm like this is a totally different person literally when you look at that picture of the transgender that was accused of being a shooter and what the shooter actually looked like they are two totally different people the only thing they have in common is that you could tell they're both Hispanic, but they are two totally different people. It got so bad that the transgender woman had to come out on Reddit and, you know, make a post saying they're not the shooter and had to go on, on, on um, Twitter. And I think they gave a statement to NBC News. And, you know, you, you know I just think that's just awful. I really do. Because this person was getting death threats. This person was getting threatened. And, you know, we already have so much sorrow going on. We don't need another, you know, innocent life lost. We don't. And, you know, I don't know if this person is what, what, um, is going to sue in the future. But if I was that person, you best believe I'd be suing like hell. When I did that Cardi B, Tasha K episode, I said it's not just these celebrity bloggers that are being messy. A lot of these political bloggers, a lot of these political activists, a lot of these politicians are being very messy. Because there was a politician named Paul Gosser, and you know, he's he's really... He's really right wing. And he was one of the main people going out there saying that the shooter was a leftist illegal immigrant who was a transsexual. Now, he's since deleted that tweet, but still, it's all out there. I think Candace Owens came out and said something. And Candace really, you know, you know, really, Candace, you should probably sit that out. I'm just saying, you should, you know, sit that out, Candace. 
But yes, you know, you know, a lot of these blogs and mainstream media sources and politicians have become so messy. Because even with the illegal immigrants comment, there's no proof of that. Okay, from what it looked like, you know, he was born here. And so, you know, this is why I'm telling people that when you see stuff on social media, just don't just react so quickly. Just wait. Okay, just wait. And you see, it's caused so much confusion, especially these blogs. Okay, I'm all for freedom of speech, and y'all know I love sipping some good tea. But you know what? These blogs got to start being being held accountable. They do. Because it's creating a bunch of confusion, and it's leading to hurt to hurt to others hurting innocent people. And then, you know, you put a lie out there. When you when a lie is put out there, it's hard to really back in. It is. Because, you know, all of this situation is just reminding me of in 2016 when the gay club in Orlando got shot up by that man. And everybody was saying his wife helped him. You know, people was threatening his wife. There were calls for her to be deported and stuff. And when you look into the story, that's not what happens. But the media and these blogs just boost, just rush full speed ahead. Literally, just rush full speed ahead. And you still have people thinking that poor woman, you know, who was a victim of domestic violence herself, was involved with that, and that is not what happened. So, you know, I don't know if this transgender person is gonna sue or not, and you know, but if I was them, you best believe I'd be suing like a motherfucker. I would. Now, I saw some blogs come out and apologize and stuff. But my thing is, y'all still got... If you go to their, their pages, like the Uncut. The Uncut came out and apologized for putting that out there. But if you go to their to their Instagram page, they still got the post up. Take the damn post down if you're sorry about it. Because, see, a lot of y'all are in for a rude awakening. Especially you black gossip blogs. Y'all in for a rude awakening. Y'all was laughing when, Car- when Cardi B won that lawsuit, but the door been open, I'm just saying. But everybody starts suing. And times is hard out here. So y'all better start doing your shit. Staying on your shit, I mean. And another thing I want to discuss, and this is piggyback off, off of what I said about the Buffalo shooter is, you know, you have a lot of these young men who have trauma in their life because people who went to high school with the 18-year-old are coming out saying he was bullied and all of this and all of that. And I know some people are brushing off and saying that don't mean nothing. Everybody's in control of their actions and stuff. But you know what? I'm just curious to say, to see how much social media he was on. You know, what was he looking at on social media? You know, was he in any of these little chat rooms? Was he, you know, subscribing to any of these conspiracy theories? Like, who put it in his eye, in his head to go out there and get by some guns and just go pick this high, I mean, this elementary school? That's my, that's what I'm wondering. 
Cause I'm telling y'all, that's why when I when I did that um podcast episode on the movie The Batman, and I said, you know, it's one of the best political films I've seen in a long time. It really is, cause that scene with the Riddler and how he's just on these chat rooms and on these online media sites and how he's you know connecting with other vulnerable people. That shit is real. It is. That shit is real. And see, you have a lot of young men who have been hurt by, I don't know, you know, hurt by family, hurt by peers, got childhood trauma that they don't heal from. And you have a lot of angry young men who subscribe to dangerous ideologies. And, you know, and and then it just gets unleashed into the world. It really does. And, you know, but all this bickering going back and forth between two parties, you know, no one won't talk about that. They don't. Everybody want to talk about blaming guns, banning guns. Oh, people don't need these guns and stuff. And I'm, I'm off of that debate. But my thing is, you know, even if a gun was banned, who would say he wouldn't have snuck into the room and, and with a knife and stab people or stab little kids? Or walked in there with a homegrown bomb and blew the whole place up. Who's to say that won't happen? Okay, people think it's just the gun. No, it's not just the gun. It's also the damn person. And you know, with all this focus on guns, and you know, it's distracting from other critical questions that need to be asked. Because when I first heard about it, my question was, why did he pit that school? Another thing I wanted to know is how the hell did he get into the school? Now I think it came, it, it's come out that he snuck in the back door that was that was unlocked. And my question is, did someone unlock it? Because I don't know, you know, deep down in my heart, it just feels like there's something missing from this puzzle. Because, you know, if he was getting bullied, I could understand somewhat if he just went up to the school like these other school shooters do and just shot the school up. But no, his ass don't went to this elementary school. And why? Because, you know, the guy who did the Sandy Hook shooting, the school, the class he shot up was his mother's class. I, you know, I don't know, you know. That's why I'm just going to sit back and just wait for the information to come out. Because it does seem like there's way more to the story. You know, he shot his grandmother. You know, his grandfather got interviewed. And I'll listen to that interview that ABC did with his granddad. And you know what? You know, some of the questions the ABC reporter asked, I'm not, I was just rolling my eyes. Like, dude, what, what, what type of reporter are you? Like, asking how he felt. But then, you know, it seemed like the granddad didn't know that much about his own grandson. A lot of what he said was, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe he was still in shock by what happened. But, you know, it it, it seemed like no one was paying attention to what this young man was doing. Or, you know, what was going on. That's, That's just what it's coming off as. 
And, you know, he was living with his grandparents. And, you know, I haven't heard nothing about his parents yet. Which I found very interesting because where the hell are the parents? Like I said, you know, it just seems like there's a lot of stuff that hasn't come out. And that's why I'm just going to wait and just see what all comes out. But from what I'm noticing is noticing right now is there's a big problem of misinformation. People not asking the full questions and clout chasing politicians. Because for those of all who don't know, yesterday, Beto O'Rourke, who ran for the Senate in 2018, lost to Ted Cruz, and now he's running for the governor of Texas. On the Democrat side, his ass, you know, when the, when the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, was doing a press conference with some other leaders in that area, Beto was in the audience, got up out his seat, rushed to the stage, and I mean, was just yelling at Greg Abbott. And I mean, it caused so much chaos. It wasn't even funny. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and see if I could play the clip for you all because you know, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's all over the internet. But, you know, I think you all just need to hear this for yourself. Because, you know, it, it was just, you know, I, I honestly was just shocked at this. I really was. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> sit down. You're out of, you're out of line and an embarrassment. Hey, sit down. Get out of Right now, right no, please get out of here. This is the place you talk to yourself. This is totally predictable when you. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch. come to a deal like this to make a political issue. So, you all heard that. And I'm sorry, you know, what the fuck? I felt like I was watching the episode of House of Cards. Okay, this ain't a reality TV show. This is real damn life. You know, I'm just like, Beto, you made yourself look like a jackass. Yeah, it's some liberals and Democrats who like what you did. But you know what? A lot of people just was not feeling that. Hell, I wasn't feeling that. If you felt some type of way, you should have held your own press conference since you're running for the governor of that state and you should have outlawed what your problem was and how you was going to fix it. That's how a leader moves. A leader just don't go up there and ambush someone else on the opposing side's platform. They don't. Okay, they don't. And you know, it's stuff like that that is making politics so bitter. It's making people so bitter. Because, you know, most people are talking about that. And, you know, I, I believe they were trying to give details about the shooter. And hardly anybody is talking about that. 
So, you know, the whole situation is just a, it's just a hot mess. And what's just sad is that, you know, you had teachers and kids, which have been a political topic for the past year, from everything from critical race theory, gender and sexuality, abortion, etc. And now, you know, school shooting is now become a topic for them. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just a lot. And, you know, I, I just pray for the families. I pray for that community. And, you know, I just pray that calm heads prevail. And that's all I can do. And on that note, I'm your boy, Dean. I hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea. And I love you all. <laughs>